Lord. Let's give the Lord a hand clap. Is he worthy? Jesus is worthy. Let's give these young people a hand clap. Come on now. Oh, we got the greatest youth in the world. Love you. Love you. Love you. Hallelujah. Great. Sing choir.
distinguished guests to be here this morning. I want to thank Deacon Douglas, Dr. the Reverend Louise Williams of WDAS. Come on up here, baby. Come on up here. Praise Jesus. Amen. Still looking good. Now, now let me say this. I heard on the radio this morning pushing up St. Matthews and Dr. Gordon, thank you for that advertisement. Now, and I need to say this, back in the 50s, my mother and grandmother used to listen to you every day. Every day on WDAS, I was, I was listening to your husband, Jimmy Bishop, and Butterball, Jimmy Bishop and Georgie Woods. And Butterball. And Butterball. Look at the hams on that country home. So anyway, moving right along, I want you to greet our great congregation. We love you. We thank God for you. Dr. Louise Williams. that are here, First Lady Gordon, and all of you, nothing gives me a greater pleasure than to be able to walk into St. Matthew's and be invited to the pulpit, where I came from in Georgia, the women hardly sat on the front row, preachers had them, deacons had them, but Times have changed. We have grown up in every way, financially, spiritually, educationally. God moves in a mysterious way his wonders to perform. So when I come in and see us, us, in a church like this, I know that God is still doing great things for us. All right, darling. So, I'm delighted to be special guest here this morning. I can hardly wait until Reverend Raymond Gordon take his text and bring home a message, because I'm going to take every word of it, and as soon as I get a chance, I'm going to give it back to some people in Philadelphia. <laughs> so I say thank you so very much, all of you for allowing you, thank you, Pastor, for allowing me, poor little me, a little country girl from Cairo, Georgia, to come up to Philadelphia and then come to St. Matthew's Baptist Church. Douglas, thank you so much for picking me up and driving me. I prayed all the way. I didn't tell you, but I thank God for it. <laughs> So to, to all of you, Mrs. Gordon, Reverend Gordon, and all of the ministers, choir members, and people here, nothing gives me greater pleasure to come over that bridge than to be able to come to St. Matthew's Baptist Church. You guys are making history over here. You're doing great things over here. God is blessed over here. And you have some wonderful people and a wonderful pastor over here. God bless you. Thank you so much. 
Church, say amen. Thank you, Dr. Williams, and we do give honor to God for the Lord Jesus Christ and for your presence this morning. Truly, God is without uh, any equivocation. God is great and greatly to be praised. Our Father, my God, we pray as we lay prostrate before your presence that you would bless us with your word, that you would assure us of your love, that you would fortify us with your power, and now in the name of Jesus, have your way. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Church, amen. amen. Church, amen again. Uh, one of my favorite expositors about 20, 25 years ago began a sermon, Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall all the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty together again. Dr. Chuck Swindell. And what amazed me about that intro was that mankind fell into sin in Genesis 3. And when, the, when man fell through Adam, who is our federal head of the human race, as in Adam, Romans 15, 22, all die. Even so in Christ shall all be made alive. When Adam sinned, he and Eve, listen to this, he died spiritually immediately he died emotionally mentally physically progressively we as believers in Jesus Christ are dead were dead in trespasses and sins and Paul says in Ephesians 2, but now Christ has quickened us, made us alive. Last week we dealt from John 15, the true vine and the branches, that in order to have connection, it automatically includes cleansing. To be cleansed leads to communion. Do I have a witness? That, that, that when I look at this matter of brokenness, my title today is Broken at the Base. Broken at the Base. You're not broken because your mother abandoned you. You're not broken because your father you never knew. 
You're not broken because something happened in your life. You, you and I were broken from the base. The day we came out of our mother's womb, we were broken. By sin, self, and situations. And brokenness in one's spirit can cause irreparable damage to one's life. This breaking is a breach within oneself and security. Where one's image of self has been altered. Brokenness can affect your reasoning, how you think. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Brokenness can affect your relationships, how you interface with one another. And brokenness can affect your sense of rest, Lord have mercy, and reconciliation. That when we begin to look at brokenness, I, I need to say that I'm broken from my base. You're broken from your base. And Jesus has come to rebuild our brokenness. To make us to be the people of God that we ought to be. So one of the things that we'll deal with this morning is that we need to see our brokenness not as circumstantial evidence, not pinpointing a time in our lives that something traumatic happened, but broken from the time we were born at the base level. And this is why, Dr. Amen Williams, that in this church, when people want to get married, we not only have marriage counseling, we want to go back in their history because in everybody's history, there's brokenness. Do I have a witness? I, I know some of y'all are too cute to, to ever confess that something's wrong with you. But something is more wrong with you than everyone else. Those that deny their pain is in more pain than people who confess their pain. And, and you know that hurting people hurt people. That, that's what they do best. It's contagious. They put on you, Lord have mercy, a weight because they're not free within themselves. I do have a witness. See, I can go to the evening of elegance and enjoy myself because I'm free in Christ. I, I, I don't have all these traditional, amen, expectations connected to my life. I know what I'm living. I do have a witness. I'm not running the street at night. I'm not, yeah, help me, Lord. I'm not hiding and slipping and peeping. I'm, hey, by the grace of God, God has 
remade some parts of my life. And there's still some parts that need to be remolded and, and remade. Can I get a witness? And, 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 so, and so as we begin this small journey on brokenness, join the club. Moses was broken at the base. Anytime you take a two-year-old baby, put them in bulrushes, put them in a basket, and let them float down the Nile, Lord have mercy, and his God in heaven, amen, with his radar and sonar, guiding the basket to end up to where he wants it to be. Don't, don't you know God's got your back? Don't, don't you know God's got your direction? Don't you know God already knows where you're going to end up at? And you can't get there by yourself. You need grace to get there. You need, you need mercy to get there. You, you need power to get there. So God allowed a basket with a baby to float up a turbulent river and get into the hands of Pharaoh's sister. Meaning God was saying, this boy will go to the University of Egypt. He will major in hieroglyphics, embalming fluids. He will have all the wisdom of the Egyptians, but he'll be a Hebrew. I'm preaching up at this place, Doc. Because further up the line, he's going to be instrumental in saying, let my people go. Or do I have a witness? And, 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 and so the Bible says that Moses, Moses, Moses was great. Josephus, the Jewish historian, says that when a married couple came near Moses, the wife would move over to Moses just to get a glimpse at him. He was that great. And, 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 and Moses, 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 Moses. Uh, saw an Egyptian mistreating the Hebrew, killed the Egyptian, was a fugitive, ran for his life, and God let him sit 40 years on the backside of the desert with all his abandonment issues until he saw a burning bush. Can I get a witness? God's got a burning bush in your life. That is, metaphorically, he's got somewhere he's going to lead you to, and you're going to see the wonders of God. Can I get a witness? You, you, you ain't been it yet. You'll get there. So Moses uh, was broken at the base. Thank you, Jesus. And then, of course, the apostle Paul was broken at the base. Knocked down on the Damascus road. Blinded. Some believe his thorn in the flesh was eye trouble. He never recovered from the light of Jesus. He was sold out for Jesus. Can I get a witness? So, so much that Paul, Paul, Paul had guilt issues about Judaism. How many Christians he killed and how many Christians he locked up. But when Jesus met him on that Damascus road, he said, who are you, Lord? He said, I'm Jesus. Can I get a witness? Doesn't, doesn't Jesus have a way of getting your attention? Uh, can I get a witness? And, 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 and so uh, uh, Paul had... Yeah, a whole lot of issues. And Peter's out of the question. Peter suffered from rejection. 
Peter rejected Jesus three times and lied and cursed about it. And Peter said, I'm giving up on this thing called ministry. I'm going back fishing. It took seven with him. John chapter 20. Do I have a witness? But when Jesus was out there, Jesus was on the shore. And one thing I love about my Lord, even though we're broken, bad, battered, bruised, the Lord will show up to rework this thing. Won't he rebuild you? Won't, won't he lift you up? Won't, won't he turn you around? Won't he plant your feet on a solid ground? And the reason you're here this morning, because Jesus met you in your brokenness, pulled you out of hell with smoke, still in your garments, broken from the base. My text is the book of Jonah, Old Testament minor prophet. I don't hear no Bibles turning. Jonah, 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 Jonah is between Obadiah and Micah. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Obadiah and Micah. Come on, turn there. Jonah. Jonah, 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 whose name means dove, but he acted like a buzzard. Jonah, Lord have mercy, that eighth century prophet who silently screamed with bitterness and anger. That man born near Nazareth, that prophet who came under the wicked king, Jeroboam III, in the northern ten tribes of Israel. That prophet who was told to cry out to the ten tribes and tell them captivity was on the way under the auspices of Sennacherib. But then God asked Jonah to do something that Jonah just didn't want to do. Can, can I stop Paul's in park? I have not always liked the Lord's will. I have not always quickly received what God was issuing out. Do I have a witness? In other words, I didn't agree with the Lord. And I know I can hear you now. Who do you think you are? I'm nobody but dust. But God said through the prophet Isaiah in chapter 55, my ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. Or do I have a witness? And, 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 and so uh, the prophet Jonah had a problem with what God wanted to do. And I'm going to tell you what he wanted to do momentarily. Because he was a running prophet, chapter 1. He was a, yeah, ruptured prophet, chapter 2. He was a reluctant prophet, chapter 3. He was a ruined prophet in chapter 4. What was it about Jonah that we can learn about brokenness? Mm. You know, when I was in the world, in the military seven years in the world, 
as a young man, I thought I had it all. I thought I had it all. I could dress, had a lot of people liking me, had money, had personality. Unlike some of y'all, had flair. But I found something out that what I thought I had was nothing. Can I get a witness? And when I got some theological reinforcement, I found out that if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, where would I be? Do I have, and what I call luck, God just smiled at. What, what I call fate and chance, God just blinked at. Can I get a witness? I, I, I found something out, Marcus. I found out that, yeah, it was God that enabled me, that enriched me, that employed me. It was God that pulled me out of trouble when I got in trouble. When I tried to go back in the trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I made sin habitual. It was God that broke the habits. It was, it was God that drew me away from my lifestyle. Do I have a witness? I'm still messed up. I may not be what I ought to be. But thanks be to God, I'm not what I used to be. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so when we look at Jonah, our brokenness will always affect our direction. Wherever you're trying to go, brokenness is going to mess your compass up. Brokenness is going to break where you're trying to get to. Can I get a witness? And, and, and as we look at uh, verse 1 of chapter 1 of Jonah. Now the word of the Lord came unto Jonah, the son of Midia, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city. Stop, stop. Great meant it took three days to get through the city. That's how large it was. But it was great in sin. That, that great city and cry. Against it. Now, 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 Dr. Williams, we don't have enough preachers and pastors crying against sin. They agreeing with sin. They making excuses for sin. We don't have those prophets that's going to stand flat foot and cry against sin. Can I get a witness? Every Sunday I come to church. You people that came by bus, we love you. Every Sunday I come to church, I ought to be checked and convicted about something in my life that's not right. Can I get a witness? I ought not agree with you. God didn't call me to make you feel good. God didn't call me, amen, for you to get up and shout when you know you're living in open sin. God called me to preach. Y'all excuse me, to preach the hell out of you. All that hell you 
came through the doors with, I ought to be preaching that stuff out of you. Can I get a witness? The only qualifier is, I need to check my hell before I get in the pulpit. Can I get a witness? Don't say something you're not living. Oh, it's getting tight up in here. If I ask you to tithe, I ought to be tithing. If I ask you to love, I ought to be loving. If I ask you to stay home with your wife, I ought to be with my wife. Can I get a witness? It's getting tight up in here. Check out, check out his ruptures. He, uh, verse 3, but Jonah got up to flee into Tarshish, opposite direction, and he went down to Joppa and bought a cruise ticket. And got on the boat went down to the bottom of the boat and went to sleep. Do I have a witness? See, that was his rupture. His rupture is he didn't want to do the will of God. Mm. He refused to obey God. Do I have a witness? I, I can't let her go, eh? It feels too good. Well, you better break the feeling. <laughs> I've been there too, Doc. <laughs> it's tight, but it's right. Can't let it go now. Much too strong. Do I have a witness? But, 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 but his rupture led to God's remedy. And, and in verse 4, so the Lord, <laughs> the Lord pulled up five things. Say five things. And the first thing he pulled up as a remedy was a storm. He allowed a storm to hit Jonah. Now don't miss this. Jonah's on a boat sleep. The storm starts to get the boat going to and fro. The sailors on the boat says somebody on this boat has sinned against God. Like our fishing trip, Lorna. Somebody on this boat has sinned against God. We better find the sinner and do something about it or we're all going to die every time you and I openly disobey God. God is saying somebody else close to you going to suffer. I'll visit your family. I'll visit your finances. Yeah, I, I ain't expecting no amens. It's all right. It's all right. So the sailors were all suffering together. And let's give the sailors credit. They, verses 4 to 16, they said, uh, they said Jonah, Jonah said, look, it's me. The Lord is after me. 
it's, it's me. They said, he, he said, throw me overboard. Sailor said, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to try to ride this storm out. The sailors were loving. No, Jonah, we're not going to. No, Jonah, we're not. Jonah, Jonah, we're going to ride this storm out. We're not going to throw you overboard. Jonah said, you better throw me overboard or everybody's going to perish. No, Jonah, we're not going to throw you overboard. And, and you know what? The ship can get so rocky that you toss them in a heartbeat. Can I get a witness? So they threw him overboard and the storm stopped. Came to a halt. Came to a halt. There have been some storms in my life. Have I been faithful? Yes, but there have been some storms in my life. When I got rebellious and hard-headed. When I got prideful. There's been some storms in my life. Listen, that affected others close to me. And I read between the lines that the law was trying to get my attention. Do I have a witness up in the house? And, and child of God, that, that was the remedy from the rupture. But then here's the rescue. Verse 17. God prepared a great fish. Now, you guys that are theologians study the word. Pay attention to these R's. There was a rupture in him. There was a remedy for him. But now there's a remedy. The remedy is the great fish. Do I have a witness? We often say it was whale, a whale, blue whale, sperm whale, whatever. But in the Hebrew, the word for fish is not whale. It's something else that God came up with to pick up this man and swallow him. And we don't know what it was. But God is so awesome, it could have been a mustard sardine. I like mustard sardines. How many of y'all like sardines? Good protein. God can take a sardine to pick your backside up. Because he can break the laws of aquadynamics. He can, he can break the laws of logic. Can I get a witness? God doesn't need to stay within logic. He can, he can, he can blow your mind. But the great fish was the rescue. And when the great fish picked him up and swallowed him, he smelled all these gastric odors in the great fish belly. And here's what Jonah said, I'm in Sheol, I'm in hell, I'm in the grave, and if hell don't wake you up, nothing will. Can I get a witness? I'm not talking about Satan's hell, I'm talking about the hell in your life. God can bring some hell up in your life. Can I get a witness? So you would be willing to obey his word. So the fish picks him up, the fish. Uh, uh, and here's what blows my mind. Lord, have mercy. In the belly of the fish, he cried. Mm. The crying is repentance. Church don't even preach on repentance no more. Repentance is changing your mind changing your direction and do I have a witness yeah and, and child of God uh, part of repentance 
is to know that God's hands is in our hurts. Uh, do I have a witness? Now, 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 2.10 says that when God, when the fish picked him up and he thought he was in Sheol and there was travail and trouble, amen, that God spoke to the fish. Don't miss that. Fish. I heard one preacher dramatize it like this. The fish was in the middle of the ocean. They was out there playing around. And God said, fish. And the fish said, yes, Lord. He said, I got a rebellious prophet. Pick him up. Fish said, yes, Lord. He picked up the rebellious prophet, swallowed him. And then the Lord spoke to the fish, fish. Now vomit him out in my will. And And the fish vomited him out right at Nineveh. Won't God take you back to where he told you to go in the first place? In, in God able to? I'm preaching to somebody. In, can't God do it? Can't God interrupt your program? He can interrupt it. Mm, he can interrupt it. And in my life, he's interrupted many of my programs. Do I have a witness? Yes, he did. I, I remember I, I, was, I was single, had my own house, came out of the military, and I just found Christ, got saved. And uh, it's Friday night, Dr. Williams. Friday night, the eagle flies, and then we fly. And I'm sitting in, I came from Bible study, sitting in the house, and I said, I can't stand here all night. That old nature took over. Had some conflict on the inside. Yeah. Went up, took a shower, put my three-piece vine on, yeah. put my brim on, and got in my car and started my motor. And the law said, "Don't go." And I, I went anyhow. I was going to Mount Airy to see this young lady. The law said, "Don't go. You need to go back." And I said, "I don't hear you. <laughs> I don't hear you." Ten four, I can't hear you. <laughs> and I'm going up the Schuylkill Expressway. This is a true story. I'm going to, I get near South Street, and these sparks start sparking out of my car. I said, I heard you, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> took my backside right back home, took that suit off, and turned my TV on. God! can get a message to you when he wants to get a message to you. You don't believe me? Go home and read Numbers 22. Balaam. Balaam was a disobedient prophet who had had agreed with Balak, an ungodly prophet, yeah, an ungodly king, to curse Israel because God was blessing Israel. Now, here's a prophet of Israel going to curse Israel for some money. Yeah. And as Balaam started cursing Israel, God turned every curse to a blessing. Do I have a witness? So Balaam was on a donkey. He was on a jackass. And those are the things we ride when we're out of the will of God. Can I get a witness? And as Balaam is going up the road on a jackass. 
the jackass turns around and starts talking to the prophet. <laughs> and Balaam said, he took his stick and hit the, he hit the jackass, and jackass said, why are you hitting me? I'm trying to save your life. Now, let me stop Paul for, this is in Numbers 20. If a jackass turns around and starts talking to me, Jesus Christ, free incarnate, was in the middle of the road with a sword getting ready to kill him. It was the jackass that prevented him from dying. Do I have a witness? God has placed some things in your life that has prevented God from killing you. There's some things in your life that God allowed to come out of nowhere to keep you safe and secure. When you got rebellious and hard-headed and you wanted to do your own thing, God allowed grace. I call it grace. He allowed grace to show up. Won't it show up? Doesn't it come out of nowhere? In His grace sufficient? In His grace sufficient? It's sufficient grace. To keep you from falling. Mm. 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 So when the fish vomited him out, yeah, uh, he had repented. He was ruptured. Mm. He had a remedy. He had a rescue that led to his repentance. Do I have a witness? And don't get discouraged about what's going on in Washington, D.C. Because the law of the harvest says whatever we sow. We're going to reap. I, I, I wish I had time to, to talk. I don't care who's lying and who's deceiving and who's paying off. There's a law in the universe that belongs to God. Jeremiah said it this way, where uh, the carcass is, the eagle will follow. The carcass is sin and the eagle is judgment. Wherever there's judgment, sin must visit it. Do I have a witness? But I'm thankful, Brother Battle, that my God is so loving that the eagle did not always swoop down on my carcass. The eagle left the perch to kill me. And the eagle started flying towards me. But God felt sorry for me. And God called the eagle back. Did he ever call the eagle back? When you and I so messed up, and we know the eagle was airborne, but God, he called the eagle back. Grace called it back. Grace had mercy on me. Grace felt sorry for me. Grace made a way for me out of no way. Can I get a witness? Whatever you're going through, it could be worse. Do I have a witness? That's why we praise his name. 
We praise Him because He's worthy. We praise Him because He's good. We praise Him because He's on top of everything. He's worthy. And He's worthy. Worthy. He's worthy to be praised. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. But third, our brokenness reveals our real disclosures. Uh, see, we can hide stuff from others, but God knows it all. Doesn't he know it all? Doesn't he see it all? And in, and, in, and in Jonah 3, 3, Jonah preaches at Nineveh, but his passions uh, is not in his preaching. See, you can do the Lord's will, but do it unheartedly. Love your wife as Christ loves you. All right, I, I'll go to Wawa for it. That ain't no love. That's a little bit of gas. Can I get a witness? Uh, uh, child, 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 child of the king. Uh, Jonah chapter 3, verse 3. I got to go. He, he does what God wants him to do. He preaches at Nineveh. And Jonah began, verse 4, hanging it with me, to enter to the city a day's journey. It's three days to get through the city. So the people of Nineveh, verse 5, believed God. Thank God for our outreach ministry. Five souls were saved yesterday. Let's get a Lord a hand clap. Can I get a witness? And he proclaimed a fast and put on sackcloth and ashes and you can read it when you get home. He, he began to preach to these no good Ninevites. The Ninevites were mean and cruel people. They would cut off the toes and the fingers of the Israelites. They would cut their ears off. They cut their tongues out. They, they tortured them. So all Israel hated them. I do have a witness. And child of God, uh, Jonah knew Amen. That if he preached, God might decide to save. Oh, Lord. You know, we really don't want everybody to get saved. We got some choice enemies, don't we? Let them go to hell. I ain't witnessing to them. And in the name of Jesus, can I get a witness? We don't have the love of Christ. Uh, do I have a witness? I got I to gotta move on, but child of God, I want you to understand that uh, when Jonah preached and people start believing God, and you got to believe God, faith without works is dead. Can I get a witness? You got to believe with all your heart. You got to believe with all your mind. You got to believe with all your soul. And when the Bible says that at the name of Jesus, that every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. Understand, his name is Jesus. 
Uh, that's Joshua, Jehoshua. That's, that's the one that's going to save you. But his second name is Lord. Kurios. He's got the right to rule. And everything in hell going to bow. Everything in heaven going to bow. Everything on earth going to bow. He's king of kings. And he's lord of lords. Can I get a witness? But we close on chapter 4. The brokenness reflects our wrong delights. Lord have mercy. Our ruin. Look at chapter 4, 1 to 3. It's the discovery of the real problem. Look at verse 2. And he prayed unto the Lord and said, I pray thee, O Lord. Listen to this. Was not this my saying when I was yet in my country? Therefore I fled before unto Tarshish. For I knew, I knew, I knew that thou art a gracious God and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness and repentance thee of the evil. Therefore now, O Lord, uh, I beseech thee, my life for me. It is better for me to die than to preach to these ignoramuses. I don't like them. I can't stand them. I don't want to pray for them. Now, this ain't too far removed from us. Because I watch y'all every Sunday doing fellowship. You keep going up to the same people. Your friends, your fraternity, your sorority, your, your co-workers. I don't see too many people go around the church and saying, Hi, what is your name? My name is such and such. We don't do that. We're driven to the ones we feel comfortable with. Do I have a witness? Oh, I'm preaching up in this place now, Doc. I'm preaching up in this place now. Can I get a witness? All this partiality. If they dress nice, smell nice, I can shake their hands. Well, you stink. You stink because Jesus wouldn't do that. Can I get a witness? And it's the people on the street. It's the whoremongers. It's the dope addicts. It's the dope pushers that's going to be in glory. Can I get a witness? Uh, church folk ain't going to be there. They think that. It, it, it's them low people that God saved. Can I get a witness? And, and, and so child of God, uh, I, I want you to see the discovery. I want you to see the displeasure, verse 4. I want you to see his rest, verse 5. I got to come on in. Uh, God prepared the boy a plan. Here, 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 here it is, here it is. He prepared a plant. The boy was hot. The sun was coming down. God said, let me comfort this boy in spite of his conflict. Let me stop pausing. Pause. Do you know God comforts us in spite of our conflict? Do you know God makes a table before us? Do you know God blesses us when we act like fools? Can I get a witness? Uh, child of God, he... He, he prepared a plant. And Jonah got under the plant. He was grateful for the plant. He praised God for the plant. He was cool under the plant. Can I get a witness? And then God looked at the prophet 
And God prepared a worm to eat up the plant. When your values is in the wrong place, God going to send something against it. Then he sent the east wind. Can I get a witness? Look at the question in verse 9, chapter 4, that God asked him. And God said to Jonah, Doest thou well to be angry for the God, the plant? And he said, I do well to be angry even unto death. Then said the Lord, Thou hast had pity on the God for which you had nothing to do with, but you don't have pity on souls. Can I get a witness? Pastor's coming in now. Pastor's coming in. Pastor's coming. Values in the wrong place. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and then everything else will be added. I'm coming in. Yeah. And should I not pity Nineveh, that great city, Lord have mercy, uh, by placing, yeah, uh, amen, God places grace in front of us so we can see our sin and we can measure our sinfulness. And we can see our stubbornness. Can I get a witness? And uh, Dr. Williams, what I like about my God is that through it all, through all the hell I've been through, through the storms and the sea, through the billows that's rolling, through, through the wind, through the whales picking me up, I'm still standing. I'm still standing no weapon that's formed against me shall prosper because of his faithfulness his favor and his freedom can I get a witness what is it that we can learn from Jonah uh, our brokenness is going to be transformed into a blessing our bitterness will be transformed into a blessing. Our bonds, trials, and tribulations will be bound into a blessing. That's why Jeremiah said in Lamentations 3, His mercies are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Can I get a witness? Jeremiah called God a liar in Jeremiah 15. Are you altogether a liar unto me? But Jeremiah couldn't help himself. When he gets the lamentation, he said, Lord, through it all, you've been good. Now that my eyes are open, I'm going to praise your name. And sometimes up and sometimes down. We've been through something, haven't we? Some through the water and some through the flood, some through the fire, but all in the blood. Can I get a witness? That's why Job said, though he slay me. Yet will I serve him. And we know that all things are working together for the good, for them that love the Lord, and them that are called according to his purpose. Can I get a witness? Once you've had connection, and once you get some cleansing, and once you walk in communion, here's the way you sound. We are troubled on every side, but not distressed, perplexed, 
but not in despair. Cast down, but not destroyed. Why? Because we got a treasure in the trash. We are the trash. The Holy Ghost is the treasure. And when the treasure gets in the trash, we, we are able. I said we are able. We are able to still be standing. He's worthy. I said he's worthy. He's worthy to be praised. Broken. Broken, broken, broken at the base. Yvette, come on up here, baby. Broken at the base. Your husband didn't do it. Your wife didn't do it. Your children didn't do it. Your circumstances didn't do it. We were broken at the base. Jesus came in to heal us. Doesn't he heal us? Doesn't he heal our hurts? Isn't he able to put us back together again? Isn't he able to stand us strong? Isn't he able? He's able. I said he's able. He's able. He's able. He's able. I'm broken, but I'm blessed. Because help is on the way. Can I get a witness? Stand on your feet. Come on, baby. If you're here today, you need to be saved, need to be born again. You need Jesus to come into your life, believe me, he died for your sins, was buried and rose again. Just raise your hand, starting with a bus people. Come on, come on up here. If your hand is raised, come on up here. Give your life to Christ. Come on. Come on. Praise Jesus. Come on up this stand right here. Help him, Marcus. Look at Jesus. Look at Jesus. Look at Jesus. Right up here. Right up here. Right up here. Balcony. Lower levels. That's right. Heaven face. That's right. Heaven face that way. Wait right here. Don't, don't move. Don't move. All right. Now I got to come out of this pulpit so I can nudge somebody. Put my foot in their backside. Y'all need to be saved. Come on up here. Don't stand there. You're going to be going to hell. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, man. Come on. Come on, come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Love you, man. Come on up here. Come on up here. Come on up here, man. Come on. You say you You say All right, all right. You're good. Come on, brother. You say Okay, good. Anybody else? Anybody else? You good? You good? For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Is there another? Is there another? When I get the glory, I ain't going to have his blood on my hand. Can I get a witness? Listen. God knows we're broken at the base. At the base. I was born in sin, that's the base, and shapen in iniquity. Now the prophet asked a rhetorical question. God asked the prophet, son of man, can these bones live? 
He said, you know, Lord. He said, preach to the bones. Ezekiel, right? Then he said, preach to the wind. The wind is the Holy Ghost. The bones are those that are broken. When the Holy Ghost brings the word to the bones, the bones start getting up. And you hear noise where they come together again. Can I get a witness? Ezekiel 37. Isn't that right? We need God to speak to the wind so that the wind can speak to your hearts. And the bones that were broken can come back together again. I'm broken. You're broken. You're broken. But God is the glue that puts everything back together again. Can I get a witness? Praise the name of Jesus. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Now, event, hold on, before, before y'all go, listen, I want all y'all to receive Christ. We love you. Let me bless the food now. Praise the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, bless the food that has been prepared for nourishment of mind and body in the name of Jesus. Now, these are the only ones that eat. We, lo we love you. I'm only playing. Come on, Yvette. No, no, Levette. Come on, Yvette. Levette. No, no, stand up there, baby. You up there, you good. Yeah, 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 don't pay him no mind. Do, do your Latina thing, baby. Come on. Buenas tardes, St. Matthews. It's different than before, right? It's afternoon. Buenas tardes, St. Matthews. Amen. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, uh, uh, bus ministry, all, all everybody, all the visitors. Thank you for being here today. This is this is God. This is the Lord. Our pastor is the best. Can he preach? My Lord, can he preach? Oh my God! Thank you, Jesus, for today, for allowing us to be here today. Bienvenidos a todos. Gracias por estar aquí para visitarnos a nuestra iglesia. Que Dios los bendiga. Que tengan un buen día. And God loves you. Amen, Jesus. Thank you. Love you. Love you. Now, before you leave, turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm broken, but Jesus will put me back together again if I trust him. God bless you. Will you follow the ministers, please? You are dismissed. Love you. Have a great day. See you Wednesday.